Zone DFS, Joe James, what's going on? We're ready, man. Happening. What's happening? We're ready for another week of wins. Another stay week. The positive, stay in the positive. Yeah, it wasn't quite <laughs> as uh, lucrative for the pod uh, last week as the week before. I think that we set the bar pretty high in weeks eight. But uh, for me, I want to, I pretty much broke even last week. Like, I think it was a, a fine. Fine week, you know, nothing spectacular, but I also didn't go belly up. So it's never a, a loss when you're playing hundred percent GPPs, you know? Yeah, no, I had, I had gains, um, played about 150 bucks, 150, you know, so i got a 33% little interest there. So it's not too bad. And any other gambling, you'd be very happy with that. You know, I'm just going for the big wins. So a little disappointed, but happy I get more cash to, uh, put in more lineups this week. Yeah. And I, I think it's overall, like we were all on a lot of really good guys. We were talking all throughout Sunday. It was like, you know, we had a lot of hit hits last week, but I think some of those like one or two guys, you know, in each lineup just kind of busted or was very average or Justin Jackson, you know, hurt his whatever in pregame yeah. warmups and it didn't Justin fucking Jackson. And it, and it didn't mm-hmm. leak until the, like, the lock of the afternoon games. And luckily Dude, it was, was like, 30% owned, but yeah, he so, was still 30% owned in my, in my, uh, well, in no my one tournament. knew. Nobody knew it happened. Yeah. It happened like right before game time. Like nobody knew. And so I, I thought I read that he played like a player too. He, he did. I saw, I'd see him on the field. I'd be like, Oh my God, he's in. And then like, he'd be out the next play. But it, it, that's just the most crushing. Like if you're on Twitter, like whatever, and right before the game or like the game's lock, you're feeling good about your lineups. Like you got three, four guys going and then you see the news break that like Justin Jackson's out. It's like, wait, did I just read that? Like that, that yeah, really and he was, ruined my And he was definitely one of my favorite plays last week too, you know? So that didn't help. Yeah, he was popular. Um, yeah, I did. I did fine last week. I think I made about 100, 110 bucks. Um, that's with the Justin Jackson debacle. Um but you know, you can't. I mean, we're we're not going to win GPPs every week. You just you know churn and burn and keep going, and and here we are in the next week. And I uh, think we got a pretty good slate here, so yeah, excited to uh, mm-hmm. to hop into it here. Yeah, Should I'm happy about one. this week. It seems like you know everyone's going to have to get a little more creative this week. So hopefully the randoms aren't coming up at the top of the leaderboards this week and just getting lucky. So yeah, well, and and at least from what I can gather, you know what's going to be the most popular build, obviously, is going to be the Packers uh, with Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and uh, Mike Davis is your your free square this week uh, with McCaffrey out. So. Um, why don't we just start with start there? We got two guys, Jim, with running backs. What, what do we got kind of rocking for ownership? And then what's kind of the, the strategy we, we're going to go with here? Yeah, so obviously you've got Mike Davis coming in at about 55% ownership. Um, I, I honestly draft- think that's going to go way up too. Um, <laughs> I think it could go down, and we could talk about it a little bit later, but I think there's a couple guys – around the 5,000 mark that I think a lot of ownership could gravitate to. And if it doesn't, those are going to be guys that I'm going to be probably trying to get to, mm-hmm. but yeah, we got Mike Davis DraftKings. They've been doing a really good job all year. Right. But McCaffrey comes back. looks like he's good to go. 
and they priced Mike Davis at $4,000. And now here we are. McCaffrey's probably not going to play this week out of abundance of caution. And Mike Davis is going to be 55% owned. Mm-hmm. Um, next side for running backs, we got Aaron Jones in a smash matchup, uh, 29 to 33%. Kamara, the next one down playing the Niners at about 22 to 23%. Um, and then from there, you've got Miles Sanders all the way down at 15%. Um, everyone really drops off, kind and of then, 10, and about give or take. Yeah. And then Duke Johnson is the other one that I was talking about at 5,000 at 14%. Um, yeah. in, in a great matchup, in a great game script, I think. Um, that's the guy that I was just talking about that, you know, if Mike Davis ownership continues to climb. Uh, I, I'm fine just playing with Duke Johnson because there's nobody behind him. Yeah. Right. Um, he's going to catch the ball. It's going to be a good game script for him. They're going to have to pass. So is it for sure yeah. David Johnson's not going to play this week or is yeah, he just I mean, in his concussion pro- protocol right now? He still was he's not con- out of the protocol. Yeah. He's, day. he's, he's doubtful. And everything I was reading today is he's more on the side of like already out. Um, I don't know why they really haven't ruled them out already. I'll take a look and see here. Yeah, concussions um, can be tricky. Like they pass that Saturday protocol and they're good to go. Well, he that's what to, always kind of works. Yeah, he. Me. I think he. They from everything it sounds like to have a legit shot, he's got to clear in practice tomorrow. If he, that doesn't happen, like he's probably not playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, I would almost be okay with him being cleared to play, and then I would still just play Duke Johnson, and his ownership would just go through the floor. Yeah. Right. Um or have it be like a game time decision type thing. Cause then I think a lot of people would hop off of Duke Johnson mm-hmm. and, and, and say, well, you know, David Johnson's going to play. Um, but you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Right. Um, yeah. I think, I think Aaron Jones, obviously out of my high, high owned guys is, is going to be my favorite play. He's, I mean, he just, he's in a smash spot. Um, 29% owned. That's fine. I can I can get weird other spots. Um, kind of going down, dropping down a little bit. Guy that was in an absolute smash spot last week and just went belly up as the rest of the team did um, is James Conner. Um, I'm looking on this ownership projection and I can't see him anywhere. He burned people last week. He's in another great matchup this week. It's time to just go right back to James Conner. He's just going to get the touches. Um, yep. He was getting big, touches. Big Ben's last battling week. COVID with his double knee injuries, and God knows what else. The boot came back out, and yeah, Ben's gonna play. He's tested yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like I don't know if they're gonna lean on Ben in a game where they should automatically win and play defense and run the hell out of the ball, right? That's what we yes. heard last week. Yeah. So well, James last Connor- week, last week with Connor, the big thing, I you know. Um, you can just tell they're arresting about, him. I'm talking about leaning on the run game and all that. Like, I mean, oh right, that game was Which, close in the fourth quarter. But they weren't well, even playing Connor. Like, they were like, yeah. "Oh, we'll just give him a break this week." Like, they fucking laid flat from the game. But we talked plan about on. that with Benny Snell and some of those other guys in the yep. mix. Like, there's just so many mouths to feed there. Yeah, and that's but, why I stayed off Connor. You know, so, but I mean, he—I don't even think he got ten carries last week. Yeah. No. So I'm I'm going back to Connor. Um, dropping down a little bit more as a guy who's probably one of my favorite plays of the week is James Robinson. Um, again, in, in a negative game script last week, he still had like 25 touches. It was an unbelievable. Got there. He was a top five uh, running back scoring wise for the week. 
Um, so I'll be going right back to James Robinson. Again, the theme that I'm kind of following this year is guys that are going to get the work, right? Guys that are going to, that are going to get all of the work or, you know, 90% of it, 85% of it. He falls into that category for me. I'm just going to take him there. Um, I like DeAndre Swift uh, this week. I think it's a good matchup for him. Um, he's a guy that I'm not going to be like go crazy on. Right. But I'm going to get there. Antonio Gibson, again, another one that I like. Um, yeah. And everybody's so like blown up with like McKissick because he got the 14 targets. Like I well, don't I mean, think he's been getting that. Honestly, like um, he's been getting that a lot. Every time yeah. they're down, they just put McKissick in and their quarterbacks so, are good. Well, you have so, captain check down back in. So exactly. So, I mean, here's the thing. I think you could probably play both of them and you're fine just in different lineups. Right. Um, why, you know, the potatoes really don't have a slot, like a true slot receiver. So McKissick just kind of becomes that they don't mm-hmm. have a very good tight end. I mean, Logan Thomas, everyone wants to talk about him every week, but he doesn't do anything. Right. Yep. Um, and then they have McLaurin. Right. So McKissick has really kind of been their slot receiver. And then, I mean, we all know what Alex Smith does right he just checks the ball down habitually so like that's fine with me like i'm gonna play mckissick in a couple lineups uh i think it's more than fine to get to him um guy that i'm gonna fade this week i just he's coming off an injury he's in a pretty good spot nick chubb i just for the price i don't know if he's gonna split time they're probably gonna ease him back in a little bit and give kareem hunt some run so for the exact same price, I'd rather just play James Robinson for a guy that I know is just going to get all of the carries. And there's just going to be zero questions about it. I mean, look, Nick Chubb's ownership is, is pretty low, but him and him and Robinson are right there, you know, seven, 8%. So out of those two, that's where I'm just going to go. Okay. Well, I'll just go with the guy that's getting the volume. Um, so Chubb is really going to be my fade this week. Um, yeah. Th- that's kind of where I'm going for right now. All right, all right. Joe? Yeah, um, I'm going to build a few lineups, you know, just Jones and Connor. That's how I'm going to start building my lineup with just those two. Um, I'm going to eat the ownership with Jones. We ate the ownership with McCaffrey last week, and guess what? McCaffrey went absolutely nuts. Even if you didn't have McCaffrey, you weren't getting in the money. Um, So I'll eat Jones at 28 30%. I mean, he is a slate breaker, so definitely going to grab him. Connor, um, smash spot against Cincinnati. Again, I think last week was more of a rest week for him, so – um, he's ready to go. He barely didn't touch the ball last week. Um, you're right, Jim uh, Robinson. He's getting all the touches. You know, you can tell they're kind of easing him in as the season started. And now they're saying, you know what, let's see if this guy can handle the rock 25 Full times ball. a game. Full go. Um, even their team is not that great. I mean, their defense is not that great, but their offense is actually formidable with uh, mm-hmm. Luton. Let Luton free. Um, so <laughs> so bad. So, I'll, I'll touch on that later. But, but someone I really like, you know, we're the Arizona Buffalo game is definitely an interesting game this week. Um, to go super high scoring and just you know battling out for touchdowns. I feel like Edmonds is finally at the price point he should be at. At sixty three hundred, mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable playing Edmonds when he was up at sixty eight seven thousand. I had a hard time getting there with him, but at sixty three hundred, I feel like I got to have a lot of Edmonds. I really like well, Gibson. Oh yeah, go ahead. So that, that's another case like where he falls into the book of Connor where he burned a lot of people last week. I mean, mm-hmm. he got like 11 and a half points, which is okay. Right. But everyone was thinking, Oh my God, he's in such a smash spot. He's going to get 20 to 25 again. That's another spot where people just get kind of turned off and they'll go away from him. So I like that Edmonds call quite a bit, Joe. 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, I really like Gibson. Um, and you're right, the whole McKissick thing, you know, yeah, he's going to get those touches, but Gibson's still getting 17 to 18 carries a game minimum. Um, they're playing against the Detroit Lions, which is this game is just going to be weird. Um, so I really like Gibson in this. Um, a guy I'm targeting this week is Philip Lindsay at 5,000. I know he's sharing carries there in Denver, but again, we talked about it. The Las Vegas Raiders cannot stop running backs. Um, so whoever's going to be getting the ball, Lindsay definitely is in a spot to get some touchdown, get some red zone targets and um, get a lot of touches this week, you know, so I'm not going to play a ton of Lindsay, but I'm definitely going to sneak him in at some GPPs every now and again. Um, the whole Davis thing, um, obviously at 4,000, but if he's above 50%, um, I almost want to just cross my fingers and hope he lays a fucking dud. Um, and which he won't completely lay a dud. Obviously he's going to get his money's worth, but over 50%, if he does lay that dud, I want to be on the other side of that. Um, the Bucks defense, they got the best run defense in the NFL. Um, you were saying it a couple of weeks ago, Jim, Mike Davis, you know, he's old, he's breaking down. He's not quite where he was weeks one through five. Um, I know we got the week off last week and with McCaffrey in, but I don't know. I'm a little scared of Mike Davis. Um, another guy I'm like willing to go really down for, and I know you guys hated on this last week, but he ended up getting me 16 points and uh, getting me some money was uh, Gallman for the Giants. And I know he's going against the Eagles and they got a strong run defense, but Devontae Freeman practiced today and he hurt his ankle again at practice and he's out. So Wayne Goldman's going to get 15 plus carries and possibly catches. Um, Deion Lewis, he does not carry the ball. He only gets catches on third downs. So I'll take Goldman. He got me a sneaky, you know, one yard rushing touchdown last week. And again, that's what did it for me. So I do like Goldman, especially all the way down there at 4,500. And that's yeah. what I'm looking this week. It's not a bad call because like, sure. Mike Davis probably has more upside, but if he does bust, you know, you're, you're essentially paying the same price. Yeah, but a guy like like a Duke Johnson, a thousand five hundred, like that could be equal. Or if Mike Davis busts and you get twelve or fourteen out of him, and you know, like you're way ahead of the field because you have that that edge now. You know, with ownership. So yeah, then, yeah Golden, well, I have been one last week, and again, he kind of he got me on the brink of getting in the money. Um, so I feel yeah, like I had to I, ride him again, especially with Freeman not playing this week. I think that Gallman is a guy for me when I look through the slate this week is somebody that I'm not looking to maybe go rush and like build a lineup with. No, but if he, mm -hmm. if he's going to fit into what I'm trying to do, uh, we kind of thought we were talking a little bit earlier. We'll touch on it later. There's a lot of receivers we like that are really high priced this week. You're going to have to go down somewhere. Um, you know, Mike Davis, I looked at it. He already played Tampa once this year, right? Week two, he got 15 and a half points. The shitty thing with him being only $4,000 is that like 15 and a half points is like, you know, almost, almost five X, right? It, it's like four X. So man, it, it's just one of those things. I like the Gallman call, you know, $500 more and he could probably get you that 10 to 15. So his, and so last you week, just, so you just really have to hope if you don't play Davis, you just have to hope that Davis doesn't go for like 25 or else. Exactly. Fucked. And Gallman, the last three weeks, so he's gone for 16.4 against Philly, 13.2 against Tampa, and then 14.7 against Washington. All really strong run defenses. And he's, yeah, he's 4,500. I feel like I got to get in on this. He went from 10 carries to 12 carries to 14 carries, carries consecutively. Yeah. He's not playing again. Um, he's going to get the touches this week. So, no, it's pretty good. Like 
Yeah, I like it. And, and I'm I'm kind of in there with you guys. I like Jones and Robinson up top. Um, if I'm going way down again, it will be a Mike Davis, Duke Johnson type of thing. Unless I'm trying to get weird or different in my lineup. Um, I really don't have a lot of interest in Geo. He's at 5400 at that point where it's starting to cost a little bit, and he's playing Pittsburgh. So yeah, like I'd rather um, just play Duke Johnson at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah. I, I have no really interest in, in Geo. Um, I do really like Chase, or for I like Edmonds a lot because I think that game is going to shoot out. And even if Drake comes back, Edmonds is the pass catching back. Like he is the guy. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, right? When he was playing that Sunday game or Monday game, I think. Yeah. Um, he's going to be the guy in up tempo games. So give me the Edmonds at sixty three. Um, two guys I'll just touch on real quick that you guys didn't hit on that I am going to play some. Um, Miles Sanders at sixty four hundred right now in, in yeah. today's NFL is probably a top 10 back if he's healthy and yep. the Eagles are getting healthy again. Um, this is the right time for him. Um, the Eagles had no problems really with the giants defense last time. I know it was a sloppy game, but um, they put up some points and I think they'll lean on Sanders pretty heavy to like take some of that pressure off Wentz. Who's just been heaving the ball and keeping him like barely alive in this race. Uh, yeah. I so, like that. Miles like Sanders at 6,400, especially if he's going to be like 5% or under in the ownership. Like, hell yeah, I'll be all. Uh, he's he's coming in like 14, 15% right oh, now. He is. But, okay. But that's still fine. Yeah. You're, you're still okay I mean, there. Cause he'll cast yeah. a few balls. He's going to, you know, get the touches. So yeah, I like that. And then I think one sneaky play uh, that I'm going to play if he is in is Chris Carson at 6,200. Oh. Um, that's a game that's supposed to shoot out, you know, it's a way to kind of get some leverage off of that, you know, the chalk passing game there. Um, and very easily the cars, not so chalk to win my friend, not so chalk, my friend, Seattle's, uh, Russ and DK are coming in below 10% and Lockett's coming in around what, like 15. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's way chalkier than you thought it was going to be. I was going to talk, I was going to bring this up later, but you already got me here. I, I don't see Seattle it. is my, my, my favorite GP play, play this week. The Los Angeles Rams are the biggest frauds in the entire NFL right now. And hundred percent, nobody, I'll, I'll let you go. Nobody. Over. You just take it into receiver, <laughs> but I think that game is going to be sneaky. Like people are going to start moving mm-hmm. on to that. So, but go ahead. I hope go they don't start moving on to it. I hope only our listeners move on to it. Get us going at receiver and, and, and start at Devonte because he's at an absurd nine yeah. K. Um, so I really like John. Really no, it's not. And the thing is, is you got to, I feel like we, there's always one guy in that nine K range. It's either McCaffrey, right? It can be uh, Dalvin. It could be Devonte. Again, these guys are slate breakers and, and some of your GPPs, I feel like you got to take a shot on Devonte if you can fit him in there, especially with some of these running backs we just listed for you, you guys. Um, we can get really cheap, and there's a lot of really cheap receivers as well. So going up for Devonte this week, I don't find that too crazy. Um, so I like playing Devonte. I feel like even at 30% ownership, you got to go for it. Those slate breakers, you know, you got to have them. Um, I love DK this week. Um, everyone's scared of Jalen Ramsey, but you know DK is probably the Calvin Johnson of our era. So um, Jalen might be good, but DK is that good too. Just to so Jalen on that, Jalen's yeah. in the slot. He he's not going to be okay. shadowing DK. So he doesn't. Okay, so, so so he doesn't play in the slot. He calls it. He plays this position yeah, that they call they call it this like star position. So he's either going to play on the outside if it's a single receiver side. If it's two or more receivers to that side, he almost plays like a strong safety position yeah. over the top of the slot. 
and he looks and hunts for interceptions Mm -hmm. and has his eyes in the backfield and constantly gets burned deep. I mean, guess what? Russell Wilson is going to gain an extra three to four seconds back there moving around and it's going to, it's going to create things. So look at this. So the Rams played the dolphins and yeah, the dolphins put up 28 points and a lot of that was like special teams and defense and all that good stuff. But they lost to the Dolphins. They played the Bears, which have a terrible offense. The Niners, which had no offense. The Potatoes had no offense. The Giants, no offense. I mean, they are, they are complete frauds. It's great, right? I feel like they should really change it. So I'm like on DK, Lockett, Russ, I'm going all in, especially under 10% owned in a GPP in the Millie lineup. Like, I, I love it. And I do um, love the guy, fact that they kind of laid a little, I mean, not really an egg. They still put up like 28 points yeah. or something last week. But, but Russ hasn't looked great, right? Like he had those three interceptions last week. He had three interceptions two weeks ago. So people are going, ah, I don't know. Yeah. And if Carson comes back this week, it's only going to make me love it more. It's only going to open more in the passing game. So I'm really hoping they do get Carson back this year, uh, this week. So see about that. One person I really like um, this week is Terry McLaurin. Um, and you guys know me. If you guys have been listening – I'm not the biggest fan of Terry McLaurin, not because of him, because he is absolutely amazing. But no offensive line, no quarterback, can't do anything. Well, the Lions defense and their cornerbacks are absolutely horrendous. And Scary Terry is going to get you eight catches for over 100 yards. You just got to hope he plugs one into the end zone, honestly. Um, so I think McLaurin's got a, a big game ahead of him. Um, on the backside of the Seattle game, I really like, you know, uh, Bob Woods. Um, down to 6,600. So I like, I want to play a lot of Seattle with Los Angeles, maybe go down to running back. Um, some guys I would, I want to go down for, um, I really like Evans and Godwin this week for the bucks. Um, and I'll get on Tom Brady, but I just feel like after laying that dead last week, a lot of people are going to be off of them. I just don't see them doing two duds in a row, especially against a very susceptible Carolina Panthers defense. So I really like Evans and Godwin at 6,300 and 6,000 this week. I mean, that's just, that's cheap. Um, another person I like is uh, Brandon Cooks at 5,600. Um, he's gotten 10 targets a game for three games in a row. And I know he only had three catches last week um, and he got our hopes up in the first quarter. But Brandon Cooks, you know, if he just converts another three of those catches, I mean, he's one of the top receivers on the slate at 5,600. Um, going down, uh, my favorite players are Jakeem Grant for the Miami Dolphins, $3,000. <laughs> Preston Williams went on the IR this week. So they got yep. Devontae Parker. Two is starting to feel it. And honestly, even when both receivers were in, they just love giving Grant the ball, right? They traded Isaiah Ford, what, two or three weeks ago. Like, they chose Grant's their guy. He's the return specialist. He's their slot guy. Now Preston Williams is out. Grant 3,000, sign me up for that. Um, my other cheap guy is uh, KJ Hamler for Denver. He got 10 targets last week. He's healthy. They're starting to give him the ball and get him involved, and he's going against the Raiders. At 3,800, if he even catches five balls and goes for 50 yards, he's technically getting us our money, right? So yeah, um, I'm going to have a lot of Hamler and Grant going up at running back and getting my guys like DK, getting my guys like Devontae and Russ and really stacking my lineups. That's what I'm thinking. Cool. What do you think, Ben? Vin- yeah, I'll rock it. Um, I will have some Adams, obviously, but I'm not going to have a lot of him. Um, he's going to be the the line I draw in the sand this week. I just – I never love playing super high expensive receivers that are also like mega, mega chalk. I know what he's been doing is like unprecedented, you know, Michael Thomas type stuff from what we've seen. But 
for me, like, especially with a healthy Jones, like there's a lot of avenues with Lazard coming back that he gets sniped for scores um, or they end up just absolutely smoking the Jaguars here. Um, there's just too many paths for me that like he puts up 20 points, which is great. Right. You know, like that's a norm. That's a good day for a receiver, but at nine, K, man, he's got to smash like 36, 40 points. Like I know he's been doing it and he's in a good matchup, but to me, there's just, I think there's avenues for him to, when I say bust, you know, 15, 20 points or something like that. And I think there's guys like Hopkins and DK that could very easily run with him, you know, and, and keep, keep pace this week. So I'll save the 13, 1400. Um, and I'm going to go Hopkins DK there. Um, so yep. that's kind of the line I'm just going to draw in terms of ownership uh, goes, but I like Hopkins and DK up top. Um, I do have some interest, obviously Keenan Allen. I like scary Terry as well. I'll lean Bob Woods as well. Joe with Cooper cup, a little bit injured. If I'm going to play Seattle, though, I'd like, you know, if you full game stacks where I can bring back Cup and Woods and just go all in on that thing. So um, mm-hmm. I'll definitely do some of that. Um, Judy, I know you, you mentioned KJ Hamler. Judy has been playing, you know, pretty lights out for, for him the last couple of weeks. Him and Locke seem to have that connection going already. So um against the Raiders like at 5600 I'll have a lot of Judy um yeah and the Raiders they're not gonna be like really missing anyone this week but I feel like half their team is on the injury report yeah it doesn't the Raiders matter. are just not healthy right now so and their corners aren't not great for that bad defense. so you know whatever yeah, exactly um but yeah I like Judy Cooks you mentioned um I'll have a little Mike Williams and John Brown down there in the low fives um a sneaky guy Ooh, that John I John Brown like, that is a I right I I brushed right by him. He had a lot of targets last week. He's he's priced up a little bit more, but in that game, again, that's supposed to possibly shoot out in in the desert. Um, Give me some John Brown. Uh, And then a few guys I like just way down low. Curtis Samuel has been like their utility guy in Carolina um, the last couple of weeks. And with McCaffrey out, like at 40, what, 900, like he doesn't need a lot to pay off here. So um, yeah, they give them those weird red zone reverses and wildcat and you know they do all those weird things with them so yeah, he, so yeah. so that's so that for me is another reason why it's okay to fade davis because mm-hmm. earlier in the year he was still hurt mm-hmm. and he wasn't he didn't play in the tampa bay game earlier right. yeah samuel so snipes like, in the red zone dude <laughs> so well they actively design plays to get him out on the edge to throw those like quick screens and those dump offs to him like they're looking for ways to get him the ball when McCaffrey is not in. And even when McCaffrey is it right. Yeah. I mean, Davis basically just disappeared. He's an explosive player. I mean, Mike Davis just is not an explosive player. Like he had for some sure. good games earlier this year. Right. But I think that's a good call then. Yeah. So I, I like nice. him a lot. Um, a few guys that I like just down low. Um, Manuel Sanders has has been pretty vocal about a revenge game here versus the Niners, uh, who sent him off to New Orleans. Uh, they're going to put up points. Um, I, I, you know, Manuel Sanders, I'm fine with down there. Uh, Jalen Rieger, um, the first rounder for the Eagles, is back. This is going to be his second week after the bye, um, playing. And again, the Eagles are getting healthy, right? He is their burner, home run guy. Um, at 4,200, you don't need a whole lot to break, you know, break your way there. Um, and then the last guy I like, and this is part of the reason why, again, I'm fading Adams is because you have guys like Alan Lazard, Robert Tanyan, 
Aaron Jones. Like there's, there's mouths there now that are coming back to feed. So it's probably still going to be the Devonte show, but there is a chance, you know, like everybody's open versus the Jaguars. So Aaron doesn't have to just throw it to one guy. So um, yeah. Jaguars James. without a doubt, the worst uh, pass defense in the NFL. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So some going through some guys um, that you guys didn't mention that I'm going to have quite a bit of. Um, I don't know why, but Keenan Allen just, they just seem to not, I don't know why he's priced at $7,100. Um, he's he getting ball with Hopkins and DK. He should be at least 77 with Hopkins, yes. 78. And like, I, I get it. Okay. 7,100. Like, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> every week, you know, 28, 21, 25, 10, 14, 34, 16 and 7.7 was week one. And that was his worst game of the year. Right. So yeah, I mean, exactly. So he's got Justin Herbert. They're going to be throwing the ball. You know, Miami's got a decent defense, right? But I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball. Miami's got a much better run defense than a lot of people think. Um, So they're going to have to throw the ball this week in order to be competitive in that game. Um, I like him. Um, I love the Bills this week. Just give me all of the Bills. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Stefan Diggs. You can mix and match, right? I mean, they're just – they're going to throw the ball a lot. Josh Allen's going to be running the ball a lot. I mean, it's going to be nice weather. It's indoors in Arizona, so throw the ball around all you want to. So, and um, Buda Baker, which has been their highlight player of that defense this season, uh, hasn't practiced the last two days. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what his uh, designation is tomorrow and see if he's actually playing this week. Because if Buda Baker's out, then – I mean, even with Buda Baker in, I'm going in on, all in on Buffalo. Yeah. You take him out, it's only going to multiply it. Yeah, and then, like – I mean, people were like, I guess, not happy with Diggs last week, even though he got, you know, 24 points. Um, and his price went from only went up a hundred bucks and is going to be in a, like a better matchup now. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, this is, this is the same game that we just saw, you know, DK Metcalf and, you know, Tyler Lockett go absolutely bonkers a few weeks ago. So like, okay, fire it up. The bills like to throw the ball. Um I mean, I like Metcalf. I like Hopkins. I mean, I agree with you, Vin, with the Adams thing. I'm I'm going to have him, uh, but I'm basically going to keep him in my full stacks, right? So, like, one of the ways that you can dilute ownership is if you just do a full game stack. So, you know, because the amount of people that are going to have Adams, okay, 25 to 30% of people might have him, right? But 25 to 30% of people are not going to stack him with Rodgers, Lazard and then like run it back the other way with somebody too. Right. Um, They're, they're just not going to do that. So you can dilute ownership by using a game stack. So that's really the only spot I'm going to have him because like Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, um, and then, you know, nuke who I think a lot of people are going to be off Hopkins. I mean, his, his ownerships, you know, 14, 15%, but you know, a lot of people, he got he he didn't do much last week, but if you take a look and I went back and watched that game, he did draw three deep pass interference penalties, right? So he gained almost like 130 yards off of three pass interference penalties that is not going to show up anywhere, right? But two of them, when you watch the film, are like, oh my god, he was going to catch it. Like the guy had to interfere with him, and two or he was going to be toast. And two of his last four games, he's gone over, he's gone 28 
you know exactly so, like that's what i was saying about adams like De- uh deandre can hold you know uh pace with Devonte. yeah like, any game. and this is so, this sure. is this 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 week it ties the cheapest he's been all year right that's he wild. was 77 he was 7700 in week two he hasn't been this low since then so that three catch for 30 yard the, the DraftKings pricing algorithm dropped him down. And if he's only going to be 13, 14%, just, I mean, sign me up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, going down a little bit more. I like, I like the, uh, I like the game stack with Seattle and uh, in the Rams. That's already been well-established. Um, I mean, I think we got, I'm going to get exposure to one or two of the, um, of the Pittsburgh wide receivers they're very fairly priced this week because of the dud that they put up last weekend. Um, but like Claypool at 5,100, Deontay Johnson at 5,600. Those are the two guys that I have the most interest in. Um, I think Claypool would be the number one for me. Deontay Johnson would be number two. Um, going down a little bit more. Um, I, if if Galladay plays this week, I, I actually like him quite a bit. Um, the potatoes have great. No, it's not looking great, um, which means that, you know, my guy Marvin Hall, you know, is going to be back in at 3,500. Didn't have a great game last week, right? But, you know, three for 28, he didn't get me a zero, right? So, 3,500 bucks. Yeah, it was a 3,500, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, it's he was 3,400 last week. I mean, I don't know why they raised his price a dollar, but okay. Um, a guy that is you know he was on the covid list last week and i think a lot of people forgot that was brandon Ayuk. um debo's not gonna play they're gonna give him a ton of touches again he's probably gonna get 12 to 13 touches a couple of those are gonna be rushing attempts you know probably eight to nine targets so uh 5700 i mean the niners are obviously gonna be down in this game he's the guy that i like the best um if i'm going to niners uh, T Higgins, I have some interest in, I mean, he's just getting the ball a lot. Um, he's their number one wide receiver. I mean, it, it's just, it is what it is. Right. Um, dropping down more. I have a lot of interest in the, uh, Carolina wide receivers. I like the Samuel call Vin. Um, I think DJ Moore's in a pretty good spot to just, they're going to have to huck it deep. He's a guy that's been not doing great. That's going to be a dart throw. He could get you three points like he did last week, or he could get you 25 like he did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I just think Samuel's kind of stealing a little bit of his role. You know, like he's performing, he's playing well. Like Matt Rule is, you know. Well, he's stealing touches, right? He's like he's just taking touches. Touch. He's yeah, taking yeah. touches away in, the, in the, any kind of the short, intermediate area. But with, but. with McCaffrey back gone, they're going to have to make some explosive plays. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, I think. Yeah. I think Joe's spot on with how this game's going to go. I think they're going to be down, and I think that they're going to need to be throwing the ball, right? Yep. Um, Cole Beasley, I mentioned him already, 4,700. I think that's a great spot. Uh, Arizona has a really, really tough time with people in the middle of the field. And then especially if Buda Baker, their safety is going to be out. He's the one who really patrols the middle of the field. So that's, you know, that's where it's going to be for me. Um, if Lazard's active, I definitely want to get some Lazard. Um, and then another guy in the Niners, I think you can go back to is Richie James at 4,000 massive game last week, played really well, didn't drop much. I think they'll go back to him this week. Um, I like Joe's call of uh, Hamler, but my guy, if I'm going all the way down there, is either going to be Hall 
or I'm going to have some Andy Isabella this week too in my uh, Arizona Ooh. stacks. Digging deep. Damn. All right. Sweet. Let's uh, boomerang it around. Jim, tight ends. Uh, okay. I did not see much here. So good luck. So, I mean, there's just not a lot here, right? Like, well, we kind of forgot looking... about quarterbacks. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, we already kind of covered it, but we got to. No, no, no. I was going to bring it back with them and hit all the. Okay. Ones, that's fine. We'll, we'll, f- no, let's finish up with quarterbacks. We'll hit tight ends real quick. You got it. Um, this is going to be a pretty quick one. There's just not a lot there, right? No. Um, so you got Waller coming in at, you know, like 14, 15%. You got Dallas Goddard around 12%. And then from there, like Fant at 10%. There's just not a lot of people there. Um, I like Noah Fant. Um, I like the price. Uh, another guy that's coming back off in- injury that's going to be active this week is Austin Hooper. Um, the the Texans are actually 32nd in the league, so dead last in short yardage passing. Um, and that's, I mean, that's Austin Hooper is going to be the guy. I think they're going to be able to move the ball a little bit um, this game, clearly, because the Texans' defense is absolutely terrible. Um, I mean, we saw what Jake Luton did to them last week. So give me all that. But that my main, free. yeah, I mean, the guy is so bad. Uh, my my number one play at the tight end spot this week, the guy I'm going to have the most of is Evan Ingram. Um, they're just continuously Definitely. finding ways to try and get him the ball. Um, 4,300 is a fair price. I don't know why his price didn't go up, especially on a slate where we don't have Travis Kelsey and that George Kittle is on IR. Like that's great that the DraftKings algorithm factored in Kittle at his proper price, but he's on IR. Like he's out for the rest of the year. Like they shouldn't even be pricing him in the algorithm anymore. And Evan Ingram is a guy who's getting 10, got 10 targets last week. Right. Yeah. 10 targets the week before. And he got nine targets the week before that. So like mm-hmm. who else are they throwing the ball to? Right. Like, yeah. they, well, I mean, they ha- Danny, Danny Dimes likes to throw it into the throw it to defenders apparently. But other than that, so, so look, I mean, I'm not really targeting any one specific tight end this week. It's really going to be of who fits in my lineup. But Ingram's a guy that I'll probably look to go put in before I fill out other positions. From there, it's really just going to depend on like a pricing for me. Like there's there's really cheap punts at wide receiver that I can know I can get four to five points off of, like guys like Marvin Hall. So I'm probably not going to be dropping real far down at tight end this week. Like, I mean, Jordan Reed, I have some interest in maybe, but I just don't know. So, I mean, it's Evan Ingram and then maybe sprinkle some other guys in from there, but that's about it for me. Joe. Yeah. Same. Um, I only got four guys I'm on this week and it's fan at the top at 4,900. Um, again, that's an absolute smash spot. Yeah. He reaggravated his ankle last week, but he came back into the game. Hasn't missed a practice this week. He's good. He's good to go. The Raiders is not looking good. Uh, Corey Littleton got put on the COVID list this week. Um, he has not been good this year, but um, he is their pass covering linebacker. So um, Fant is he's just in a smash spot. I mean, he could really break the slate at tight end this week. Um, my next guy is Ingram. Again, 10 targets a game. If Danny Dimes can somehow just not throw to defenders or fumble the ball and actually run an offense like an NFL uh, quarterback. Um, Ingram is my guy. Um, another guy I love is Gronk at 4,800 and, uh, hmm. we'll get on that. I just really hmm. like the, I really like the bucks hmm. matchup this week. I'm all about the bucks this week. I think they're going to make a big comeback, um, based off of their 
poor, poor performance last week, which didn't show what team they were. If you've been watching them all year, they're a lot better of a team than that, especially on offense. And yeah, I think they're they going to get it together. They just laid a dud last week. Plain yeah, it just wasn't, it I wasn't mean, good. And guys like happens. Arians and Brady, you know, you know, this week they came into practice and got their shit together, you know. So I really like Gronk. And then going down for Hooper, um, again, the Browns, Najoku's not going to play. They're literally burying him on the bench on purpose. Um, they might, you know, who's the other guy? Uh, Harrison Bryant. They might throw him nah, in a little bit, but again, Hooper's their guy, right? So, yeah. uh, especially in the red zones and Houston's defense is just wow, bad. And Luton Free killed him last week. So, Luton Free. Um, <laughs> I'm there with you. I, I will do my best. I say this every week, but it just turns out to a position I need to pay down at. But if I can get to Waller, I think it's a way to be a little different um, with that. But I'm with you guys, Ingram and Goddard and the fours. Um, and I like Noah Fant as well. I do like that Albert O is on the IR now. Like, so all those targets are going to go Fant's way, barring he doesn't get hurt again. Um, so I dig that. Um, and I will be having some Jordan Reed for sure at 3,500. Uh, the Niners brought him back last week, you know, and they didn't really use him um, against the Saints. They need weapons in the worst kind of way. Um, so even if he's only playing like passing downs, he still went healthy, you know, a really, really good player. So at 3,500, you know, three, four catches. And if he could pop one in, like you're in a similar situation to where we were with Irv last week, where, you know, you're so far ahead of the game. So, um, that's where I'm at. So, um, quarterbacks who wants to lead this, uh, party. Uh, I'll, I'll lead it off. I have some guys that I, that I like, I mean, I think we kind of talked about it. I think my favorite quarterback situation on both sides that I'm going to have the equal amount of is, is Russ and then Jared Goff on the other side. I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. And I mean, a couple of weeks ago, Goff threw the ball like 60 times. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like for, for only 6,500 bucks. I mean, that's something that is Both like, the Seattle's uh, corners are still out this week. They won't be playing. They have not, they have not made a practice so far this week. They've missed the last three weeks, which is, you know, only making yeah. that Seattle defense worse. And Jamal Adams is back. But again, one safety isn't going to change the passing game. Anyway. Exactly. He's no, I mean, down on the he, run. he is he's grading out as one of the worst pass coverage guys in the league right now. Mm-hmm. So he just like, stays in the box and he likes to, exactly. you know, he likes to crack people. So he doesn't scare me at all. That Seattle defense is fucking terrible. And if you look at their injury report, it's worse than the Raiders. They have over 20 guys on their injury report this week. I know it's crazy. So like the, those guy. T- yeah. I mean, Goff is my guy. If I'm going down a little bit, um, I who'd just, you, who'd you like up top? Um, so up top, I like, I mean, I like Murray. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't, I mean, he's just, he's just running the ball so much. Again, the, that, that slob Jeff Manns, you know, Murray can no longer, can never be a viable top 12 quarterback. Well, okay. Well, he just (laughs) like rips people's face off every week and just runs for all over the place. I mean, it, it, he continues to do it and he's going to do the same thing that Russ did last week um, against the bills. So Mm -hmm. fantastic. Right. Like, I mean, why not just go right back to that? Um, I I like Josh Allen. Um, And then going back down, I'm going back down to Tua. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. 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 So like do my money stack again, Joe, Joe, (laughs) it's so cheap. If you stack Tua, Grant and Devontae Parker, 
I mean, it's ridiculous how cheap that stack is. You can I mean, literally you can, get it. You can get it in Metcalf. You can maybe even get in Adams. You can get it in Jones. I mean, you can it is get, insane. You can get Kamara and Hopkins in the same lineup. You can get – I've got a Tua stack right now that I've got Kamara, Hopkins, and Diggs all in, right? So, like, it just mm. opens so much up for you. Um, I liked the Sean Watson stat. I mean, he's – again, they're just going to be playing from behind. Um, the only thing that scares me a little bit about that is that like the Browns just play so slowly and they're going to try and run the ball and just bleed the clock because Baker's fucking terrible. So like, that's, that's their path to victory. It's not getting in a shootout. Um, so that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause there, but I'm going to have a little bit of him. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm going to have Herbert on this other side of that Miami game. We talked about it before. I think that game's going to be a pretty good shootout. Um, I like pairing Herbert with Keenan Allen and then like even maybe double stacking with Mike Williams and then running back with, you know, Devontae Parker. Right. Or if you want to throw Grant in there too, Gusecki saw some targets. So like, if that's a way you want to get different at tight end, maybe, but uh, those are the main guys. I think, I think Allen Murray um, and then the Seattle uh, Russ and then Goff are going to be my top four just from those two games. I, I think there's really no way you can go wrong with those guys. Yeah. Um, my big thing now as quarterback is, does that quarterback have running potential? If I'm paying up for a quarterback, he automatically has to have running potential, right? So like a guy I don't like playing is like Aaron Rodgers. You look at a game, he has 270 yards and four touchdowns and he gets you 26 points. Right. And Jim, you guys talk about it all the time about that quarterback needs to go over 30. And the reality is we need quarterbacks that have potential to actually even quarterback sneak it, get some running touchdowns, you get those extra points wherever you can. So Kyler, Russ, and Allen are my guys this week in the top three. Um, those guys all have running potential and are in smash spot pass spots. So I will pay up for Kyler, Russ, and Allen, especially with all the areas we can go cheap at. Um, the only guy that I'm going to pick that really stands in the pocket is Tom Brady. And again, he's down to 6,300. I'm not paying up for him. Um, and again, I just really like the Buccaneers stack this week going with, you know, having Godwin, Evans, Gronk and different kind of uh, mixtures. I love it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have another. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I think this week is a week to play Antonio Brown. 5,500. If I'm going to play a Brady stack, I would rather play it with Evans and Antonio Brown uh, than Godwin. I mean, Godwin's still coming off that broken finger. If they're just kicking their ass, Antonio Brown's going to stay in the game the whole time because I'm sure Arians is just concerned about how long is it going to be until this guy goes off the reservation, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if they're kicking their ass, they might pull Evans. They might pull Godwin. Um, I don't know. I think it might be kind of a sneaky little $5,500 play there. Yeah. Um, to sneak him into i mean he's not a guy like i usually play about you know 12 to like 17 different lineups he's a guy that i might have in like one or two yeah, yeah right? for sure but it's I just, just looking at him and then you look at godwin at six thousand or evans at 6300 it's they're not that far off which is crazy to me so they're not Tony no. Brown's a little hard for me to go to just because he's unproven um don't really know what his deal is yet don't really know what his role is yet you know so uh, i'm gonna wait and see mo with antonio brown um, my last quarterback, again, yeah, it's Tua. Um, last week, we said it to you guys. This lineup I had had 177. Literally, I missed on one guy that really screwed me. Um, but Tua got me 21 and a half points. I was able to get McCaffrey and Dalvin in my lineup, 42 and 37 from just two guys. Um, mm -hmm. So 
And then Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, you know, equaled up to uh, 28 points together. So I'm going to be doing another Tua, Parker, and then Grant this week, which is going to give me more flexibility with Grant down at 3,000 to go really crazy and go up other places. So um, GPPs, I'm going to go probably about 30% of my lineups are going to go towards that Miami stack. I'm going to write it again. Um, Okay. Guys were under, you know, Tua was under 1% last week, um, and those receivers were under like 4%. And they're not going up you know um no, no and you got the uh chargers traveling to miami to play them you know you got the whole west coast to east coast travel we'll see if that works out this week as the season goes on so we'll see cool um yeah man i like all the guys up top i i have to narrow this down here but i like kyler rogers is playing as efficient as humanly possible um you know every game he's above 25 to 30 i also look at it as if you are gonna get a piece of the green bay game like Rogers is going to obviously smash if that happens. So, um, you know, to have not have a piece of them seems a little crazy, but um, I'll, you know, I like Russ and and Allen at the top as well. So I got to narrow down those four um, down to two here uh, by the end of the week. So I'll be working on that. Um, Watson and Herbert, if I'm staying in the middle, um, I get it. I'm just not a golf guy. And if he's going to be one of the chalkier quarterbacks, like I, there's just so many ways to go on this one this week. So, so quarterbacks um, are never really chalk though. I get I it. Mean, no, I hear you. I, I just, I like the rust side of that game. Um, you know, I, I get it. Yeah. There's no, Vinny, wrong with golf, I'm with you with, you know? I'm with you with golf just for the state. The fact that like, if this game doesn't go to a shootout, the Rams are in love with running the ball. McVay is not going away from it. He is going to ride it until he absolutely cannot anymore. Um, they have they have the most rushing attempts of any team this season. I also need to see that Cooper Cup's fully healthy for that to, to go. He's, 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 he's a go. He's, he's going to play. Yeah, he was he's a go. just limited. He was just resting today. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, shoulder thing or something. He's but Vinny, Goff's only going to be 7%. So I get it. I, I guess I just look at it as like, I understand the matchup is awesome. Um, but I'm just going to pay a hundred dollars more for Herbert. Who's I, in my opinion, like heads and tails, a better quarterback than Jared Goff. And he's in a decent spot and he's firing it all over the field. Like the proofs in the pudding, like the last, what, four weeks Goff is not even hit 20 points, you know, or he's hit it once, you know? So fair enough. Uh, I, I don't know. Something just seems off about that one. Like that's this, you're playing matchup versus best player, you know? And that just makes me a little bit like, I seem to get burned by that all the time. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to look more into that. I'm with you on Brady. However, I'm leaning towards playing Brady, um, Tom Brady naked, um, which I know everybody loves. But um, I don't know who it's going to. But I do know, like, Brady got humiliated on national television last Sunday night. And yeah. he's going to come out and blast he doesn't. He doesn't do great with that. And you so, know this week at practice – Again, oh, Arians is. I think Arians is the same way. I think though this week the Bucks. I mean, if they didn't get their shit gonna, together this week, they're not. They're putting up, together. I think, forty plus points on Sunday. Um, I just don't know who it's going to, especially the touchdowns. Um, I also like that this is now the second week, or like a game, a week of practice after the Antonio Brown thing. Like they got a chance to like just work some stuff out. Um, no one adjusts better than than Brady in the league, so. 
dude, at 6,300, like he opens a lot of doors for you, um, you know, and they don't really have a great running game. <laughs> they set a record last week for four runs uh, or something like that. So, well, I mean, last I know week. they're going to do more, but like, no, Carolina's run defense is not good. I mean, they're going to run the ball well, but all it's going to do is help Brady. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The Saints got to just pin their ears back last week. For sure. Yeah. So um, that's where I'm mainly going to be going. There's two guys down way low if I decide to get weird um, that I'm considering. Um, and that's, I know he's not a, probably a great quarterback, but Drew Locke versus the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I think that's I, awesome, Vinny. That's awesome. Like, he's 5,500, dude. He gets you, like, I think if you can do like a Drew Locke, you, like, that helps you again get off of Mike Davis. Like, that, there's different ways to do that. Um, again, he's got to have a pretty mighty game to keep up with the Kyler Rogers, Allen, Russ, all those, but. He just opens a lot of doors, man, and a great matchup as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, look, they're in a, they're in a nice playing environment, nice mm-hmm. throwing environment indoor in Las yeah. Vegas. I have one lineup with Locke already, and it's a it's a game stack with Judy and Fant, and then running it back with Waller. And in that lineup, I get Jones, I get Jones and Kamara, right? Yeah. So, like, That's awesome. And you can you probably know, squeeze it out, I'm guessing, if you wanted to even go like jones adams or i mean you could get like creative there adams stretches a little but you could probably go dk and jones you know or whatever yeah you can get yeah, you can get creative you can certainly get creative and i think that's one that you know we're just gonna have to continuously look at every week like a lot of the times you know i don't think drew Locke's a good quarterback but that doesn't really matter in fantasy right if he's no. gonna put up you know 22 to you know 33 points a game and yep. he's going to be priced at 5,600. Like, that's something you just have to consider playing every week. And yeah. again, like, can does Drew Locke have a better choice of score outscoring Mike Adam or Mike Davis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I think he's got a legitimate shot at outscoring Mike Look, Davis. Right? Denver's going to be down this week. Their defense is not great. The Raiders' offense is actually pretty damn decent. Yeah. The I like score. for fantasy, but the Raiders score points. Yeah. And, that's they just saying, scored in like, weird ways, so we just hate him for fantasy. But Drew Locke's going to be coming from behind here. For sure. Um, and, and I look at it like you guys like Tua. I, I think Tua is going to be a really good quarterback. Like, I don't think they need him or are going to ask him to huck it around 40, 50 times, whereas Denver, like, doesn't really have a choice. So, I if, think, if, you know. If, if they had Gaskin uh, playing a running back that they really That's trust – and they have I, I mean, and I'm, yeah, I mean, they have just like horrible, horrible running backs, right? Like Brita might play this week, but he's highly questionable. Yeah. And I mean, I watched Brita, you know, we all watched Brita for the last few years and like, he's not anything special. Right. Yep. So, you know, I, I think that that's a guy that like, we're just going to have to get to, yeah. um, you know, and, and the Waller is the nice, easy run back option there because, like, that's basically the only thing that you can count on with the Raiders. You can't even run it back with Josh Jacobs. Like, I want to play Josh Jacobs, but the Raiders just keep running the ball with, like, they keep giving Devontae Booker. They give carries. the ball like, to everybody. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Alec, like, Alec Ingold, backup tight ends. I mean, yeah, they give so, it to everybody. Uh, yeah, just give me the wall or bring that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm considering. So, yeah, my only game. argument with the lock and Tua thing, Vinny, 
is that Tua last week, you know, I was kind of scared of his running game because of this whole hip thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he did not hold back at all. He ran it's six he ran seven he looked, times for and he looked really athletic. So looked, yeah, seven he, carries for 35 yards. You know, he can get you that bootleg goal line touchdown and something like that. So that's why I like no, Tua more again. I'm trying not, to lean towards the running guys. That's it's just not about man. that. It's mm-hmm. that they were in like a fairly like somewhat shootout last week, 34-31. You know, they, they he still he was 20 of 28, like super efficient, two touchdowns. Like, that's who Tua is. He, right here, like at this point in his career, he is not going to go throw it 50 times on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. they see, and this is where that. I think we're going to disagree a little bit. I think they cut Tua loose and they kind of proved it last week with him running the ball. And I just think they're going to hand him the okay. ball now. I, you may be right. I, until I see it, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what they brought Tua in for. I was listening to Colin Cowherd this week and he has had a really good point that like, I think the Dolphins looked at this team and said like, look how bad the, the division is. Like we got a shot at, you know, the to make the playoffs here. Like Fitzpatrick makes too many mistakes. Like Tua is going to be just the more efficient guy who can get us there uh, so and get us safely. Drew, so, so I don't. So ownership, they're both about the same. Drew Locke, two to 3%, Tua, three to 4%. So that's yeah. really there. I, I think I'm going to have a pretty equal amount of both of yeah, them. Yeah, I think I'm going to have both of them. I'm telling you um, one guy real quick, though, like that I like more than Locke that I was saving, that like he's going to probably be nothing. Oh, okay. Um, maybe t- talk me out of him, but I'm going back to Joey B. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh so- is going to light the shit out of the Bengals on Sunday. He, dude, he is shown like he will throw it 50, 60 times. Like, and my, he's going to get the ball here. My only, the ball. I agree with that, Vinny. I don't know if they're going to be able to have the ball enough for him to throw the ball 50 to 60 times. I think coming that, out and hitting, you know, Roethlisberger's just throwing. Like, I don't I think mean, he's dude. going to. Yeah. I just I mean, think I the game flow. I don't the, think he's going you're, to. you're right, Vinny. But yeah, the game flow scares the shit out of me. But you're right. Like, he is going to throw the ball as many he's times a, as humanly he's some, possible. He's somebody, he's somebody I have as a maybe right now, but like for a hundred dollars or $200 less, I can go down to Drew Locke, who is maybe going to throw the ball 45 times, yeah, 40 times, um, has it, some rushing upside. Um, same with Tua. Tua has some rushing upside mm-hmm. as to where I just think this week, I want to go back to Burrow, but like, I just, I think that the Steelers are just going to come out and just run the ball and play no, the clock game. And they could. And I just, and I'm, just, I just <laughs> I'm looking at it like if Mixon was playing, there's no way I'd play this. But he's the, the Geo's not going to do anything against the Pittsburgh run defense. I think, like, I wow, think he's going to be in shotgun all day. I think the biggest problem is that you could run into a situation like, uh, like Goff was. It's the same thing as your argument against Goff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that. Burrow could throw the ball for like 48 or 50 times and throw for 300 yards, but have one touchdown and two interceptions and maybe a fumble and only get 16 or 17 points. And I just, I don't know if he has, I don't, we're talking about winning GPPs. I think Burrow is a pretty good cash game quarterback this week, but I just don't think he has the ceiling. And in order to win a GPP, you really have to get 25, probably closer to 30 from your quarterback. And if I can spend a hundred or two hundred dollars less and get there, I'll probably do that. Yeah, and but, that's where I'm just looking at. Like, I mean, I thought Tua had a really good game last week, and he put up twenty-one. You know, and Burrow's gone over twenty-eight twice this season, so he's got it in him. I'm just thinking, like, 
again, hopefully Pittsburgh, you know, like, you know, even if he throws a pick six and they hit Juju or Claypool on a 60 yard touchdown, it's 14, nothing in the first quarter. It's like sweet. Like they're just going to go shotgun air it out. So that's all. I mean, he's definitely not a core play. He's just somebody that like, I kind of, I'm kind of intrigued about, but um, I get last right. few things, dude. I defense. Have, I have three defenses written down here, and I don't know where to go. Dude, um, yeah, I'm struggling on defense. I have the Packers. Uh, Jake Luton is not a good quarterback. Don't play him again. He's got <laughs> the people have film on him. Wait, Joe, you played him last week? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Vinny was all about playing Luton last don't, week. Oh, no. Don't throw me into that. Don't, don't throw me into that. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's film sorry. on there. And then they also, throw my name in the trash. Dude, he also got a 75-yard touchdown on, like, the second play of the game when the corner for Houston forgot to run with the receiver. So, it's yeah. like, let's just slow down a little there. The Packers are going to smoke this guy. Um, I have the – so, the Packers, I have the Saints – I just don't think the Niners have a lot to take, dude. Like at, on the no. road, there's not much there for them. Um, and then the potatoes. That's where I'm going right now. I, I potatoes. Talk, talk to me on the more the potatoes. Um, so I'll go. Um, I'll go some different areas that that you didn't go to. Um, if I'm gonna go all the way down, um, I know we were just saying how we like Tua and everything like that, but he is a young quarterback. He is going to be prone to make some like poor mistakes and have some turnovers. I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the Chargers at twenty eight hundred. Um, if Bosa plays, if Bosa does not play, then that's completely he, out the he window for play, me because he missed because of concussion last week, right? I know, but he's still in the protocol. Like he has not hmm. been cleared yet. So I don't know. Maybe he's just a little bitch, and like who knows? But like, I mean, I don't know, man. I. I like that play. Um, I kind of like the Broncos against the Raiders. I mean, Derek Carr hasn't done, thrown some of those like lovely Derek Carr interceptions lately, and like those are just going to come at some point. Um, this game was in Denver, I'd be on that, but being that it's in Oak or Vegas, uh, I don't really care. They just, I mean, run that, they just run that really highly efficient West Coast offense that's like, you know, don't let your quarterback make True. mistakes and. Yeah, um, I I think I think my highest own defense is probably going to be the Saints. They're they're at the right price, right? They're at home. Um, Niners get Trent Williams back, um, so that'll help their pass blocking a little bit. But again, they no Kittle, right? Um, if Mostert was going to be active again this week, the the Niners' offensive line is best at run blocking, um, and they would just run the ball with Mostert. 25 30 times right but i don't think he's coming back this week um i don't mind the potatoes uh if i'm gonna go pay up um i think i like the eagles going yeah, against the giants um i mean D- danny dimes he's gonna put up points right but he just turns the ball over so fucking much like it's crazy mm-hmm. like so for me to just kind of like tie a bow on my defenses it's gonna be the chargers if Bosa plays the Saints, and then if I'm paying up, I'm going to go to the Eagles, and all of those correlate well with running backs that I want to play. Um, I like the Packers too, but I don't know. That's just yeah. Um, so, obviously, like paying up for the you know like if I'm paying up for defense, I feel like it's pretty obvious. I'm not even going to talk about it, but the only teams I'm going to go down for, I feel like it's one the Dolphins. 
The Chargers, yeah, Herbert's a fucking baller, dude. But the Dolphins have just been so hot lately. They've been playing so well. The defense is playing so well. I mean, they shut the Rams down last week. They have another L.A. team flying out to them for a second week in a row. Um, I do like the Dolphins at 2,800 to maybe make some noise there. Another team I like is the Giants against Philly. I know Philly's getting healthy, but again, the Giants defense has also been just pretty hot lately. They don't really give up that many points. 25 points is the most they gave up uh, two weeks ago against Tampa. Um, they held Philly to like 20 points a couple weeks ago and ended up getting five points, right? So they got two times their salary. So I do like the Giants this week, um, potential low owned, but honestly, my defense this week, it might be a different defense in every single lineup I put together. Just whatever. Yeah, it, it, there, it, just it, exactly. It. It's, it's going to be my, this is a week where there's nothing down low that I love. There's nothing up high that I love. Um, I'm just going to, it's literally going to be the last position I fill out in all my lineups and really I'm going to try and correlate it with if it happens to work out, you know, I like to do the running back and defense correlation there. Cause like if you get a turnover, you know, in the red zone or something, most likely, you know, your running back's going to turn around and get the ball. So the potatoes is a nice one for that. Cause I like Gibson. Right. But yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to plug in whoever fits. Like, I really don't care. I'm, I'm shocked to see that the lions defense is like garnering some ownership. Um, I, I don't well, know. Potatoes. So exactly, he doesn't yeah. like really turn the ball over that much. He's yeah. Conservative. And it, honestly, though, but the big play honestly is the potatoes on defense because Galladay probably not going to play this week. Hawkinson's uh, hasn't practiced yet. We'll see if he plays this week. Um, if Hawkinson misses two with Galladay, uh, Stafford's just a sitting duck. Just just <laughs> he's gonna be hucking, chucking, and throwing pigs, getting hit. I mean, yeah, just been a dice on defense. So, so Hawkinson is is gonna play. Um, <laughs> okay. He just he just rested. Um, he wasn't on the injury report Tuesday. He popped up on the injury report today because he didn't practice because of a sore toe. Um, I mean, whatever, dude. That's he's fake. he's gonna That's play. Fake. Yeah, uh, he just didn't want to fucking something. practice. All right. Um, final. But yeah. Final s- sneaky play of the week. Who's a guy that could go ballistic or a stack that we have not really hit on that is just kind of intriguing to you? Uh, I think we've hit on like most of the stacks that like I really like. I got my, my big guy that you guys aren't on as much, honestly, and it's a, it goes with the same rhetoric guys are saying with the Denver game. It's Hamler at thirty eight hundred. Yeah. You know, he is their deep shot. Vinny, your same point with uh, Jalen Rieger on Philly. That's Hamler for Denver. And if he's if he walks into the ball 45 times in a dome, I got to have some Hamler. And 10 targets last week, that's not a mistake. So, all right. Um, I really like Hamler this week. I have a sneaky stack for you, Vin. It's a little, it's a little expensive, um, but it's not something that I don't think anyone's going to play this week. Uh, and you can do it with two different people at the wide receiver position. But Drew Brees, Kamara, and then either Thomas or Sanders. Um, you could run it back with Ayuk. Um, I think that's going to be one that I'm probably going to play at least one. Um, no okay. one's talking about it. No one's talking about Michael Thomas. And, I mean, I know it's his second week back and everything like that. He's only $7,400, and the Niners can't cover anything. Um so like that's him. my sneaky stack of the week. One that I'm like just going to leave you guys on. I touched on it with Miles Sanders. Uh, do not sleep on Philly. Getting healthy. They're getting their line back. They're getting weapons back. Uh, they've held on. And 
there's no one taking that division. Like I think Philly realizes they can just string together a few wins. Especially you call like a game. you call you call like a Miles Sanders like 35, 40 point game. Is that what I'm hearing here? No, not a Miles Sanders. Like I, I'm saying, like don't be surprised if like Wentz has like a, a huge game, like a Wentz, Miles hmm. Sanders, bring it back with like a Rieger. Um, um, or, is Alshon or, Jeffrey coming back this week too? I heard rumors he, he might be coming back. Come back so that's he might saying. be like, yeah. like a like a Wentz, Rieger, and Goddard. It's I mean that's talk about a cheap stack that could open a lot of doors for you too. So. That's one that's been weighing on me, but you know, it's a, you know, you know, it's a weird stack that like, I think that in that game, Vinny, that I might rather do is like went Sanders and Goddard. Mm-hmm. Um, no it's, receiver. It's, no receiver. It's not something that like a lot of people typically do or people like typically, you know, advise to yeah. do. Right. It's just kind of like a weird random thing, but like, I don't know. I think, I think Goddard's going to get going a little bit this week. We saw what I do you know, too. And, and I just saw- like, I like the rigor call because that he is the next Deshaun Jackson for them. Like everyone had no problem playing, but Deshaun Jackson, you know, and he would catch three balls for 120 yards and a touchdown, you know, like, I mean, you could, 4,200, you, you, you know, you could really get crazy and do all four of them. You could easily. And, and I mean, I think if you, or if you want to bring it back with an Ingram, like you mentioned, like that's what I'm saying. I think that game is a little like sneaky there. Yeah, I don't know if there's another bring back option aside from Ingram. I don't really like Slayton a whole lot. Um, oh, he's man. basically disappeared. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Shepard yeah. Shepherd has looked good, but he's like banged up again. Um, I don't know. I think it's just Ingram if you're gonna if you're gonna stack that. Yeah, but I don't. Like, I don't trust. I don't trust Danny Dimes at all. And again, Wentz His is name that, is sarcastic at this point. Wentz is just yeah. under that 6K, a guy that he does have 25, 30 point potential if, you know, he's for sure. So, um, for sure. He can light it know. up 40, 45 passes as well. So may, maybe that's my low pay down guy over Burrow and Locke. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I like it. it. All right, boys. All right. Good, Good luck. luck, guys. Later. See you later. Later.